Welcome to the Smeichel Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smeichel, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. So many listeners have loved the What Would You Do uh, episodes that I do, so I decided to do another one because I get such great feedback on them. Let me tell you about Mickey. She's the Director of Meetings and Events for a regional business advocacy group. She's been there about three, three and a half years, and she loves her job, really loves it. She leads the team that creates great workshops, symposia, conferences, networking events, and award ceremonies. This advocacy group she works for is similar to a Chamber of Commerce, except their work is a little bit broader in scope. Now, in Mickey's role, she's got to collaborate with a lot of internal and external stakeholders. She works with just about everyone in the company, and at one point or another, she has to have interactions with all sorts of people. She works with some people on content, others on marketing and PR, and others on budgeting, and others on sponsorships. She's a true collaborator. She enjoys getting other opinions, gathering other thoughts, and thinking about fresh approaches. So she's always open to advice and she gives a lot of support to other people. So that's why she gets it in return. And overall, that's the culture of the organization. But another element of the culture is conflict aversion. And this is problematic for Mickey. She likes to address issues when they arise and works towards mutually beneficial solutions. That's tough in an environment where people play nice sweep things under the rug, and actively run from conflict. So here's Mickey's dilemma. She's been planning their annual signature event. It's a big deal in the region, and it's got the potential to grow into an even bigger deal that could get statewide recognition in a lot of different industry settings and sectors. Sponsorships, corporate sponsorships, are critical to the event for lots of reasons. Of course, A lot of sponsors mean a lot of money. That's obvious. But lots of sponsors also mean lots of relationships in the business communities throughout the region. Sponsors also generate free publicity, free marketing through their social media and other channels. One of Mickey's observations is that they constantly recycle the same sponsors. A couple of banks, a large grocery chain, a few law firms. It's the same sponsors at every event. And that essentially means there's no growth in the sponsorship base, which means there's no growth in the potential revenue for Mickey's events. You can only make so much money on ticket sales. Now, Mickey's well-connected. She knows a lot of influencers and a lot of decision makers. She knows people in organizations that would be great prospects for future sponsorships. So here's what she did. She went to Dottie the director of member engagement, who also manages sponsorships, to talk about getting additional sponsors for the upcoming signature event. Mickey had a lead through a contact at a local TV station. That lead was the newscaster who was volunteering to emcee the event. She told Mickey that the station would be happy to be a sponsor. So, of course, Mickey was excited when she met with Dottie. She told her that the newscaster was going to be the MC and that the station would sponsor. Not only would they sponsor, but they were ready to do it at the platinum level, 
Big bucks, big bucks, big bucks. She was really surprised when Dottie told her, I don't think we should reach out to them. We've never asked them before and they haven't paid their membership dues this year. So Mickey said, call them. I'm sure they'll pay their dues. They've been paying dues for years. I know they'll pay now. Dottie very reluctantly agreed to have someone on her team call them to get the dues paid. But what she didn't agree to do was to send the sponsorship packet to Mickey's contact. Mickey waited a week and circled back to Dottie. And Dottie said she wasn't really sure when she'd have time to get the packet to them. So Mickey said, hmm, I'll just get the packet to him. So she gave it to the MC when they had lunch that week. So Mickey's efforts led to a $25,000 sponsorship. She never bragged about it. She didn't even mention it. She did ask Dottie if they could meet to go through a list of Mickey's contacts who would be good prospects for membership, sponsorships, and other joint ventures. Here's the, here's the kicker. Dottie says she was too busy to meet. And Mickey noticed that Dottie was giving her the cold shoulder, not responding to her emails, and being a little rude to Mickey's staff. Remember, it's a conflict-averse organization. When Mickey mentioned the situation to Dawn, the VP for marketing and PR, she really got an earful. Mickey and Dawn were good friends, and they knew they could trust each other. Dawn said everybody knew that Dottie was really ticked off because she felt like Mickey was stepping on her toes and invading her turf. So Mickey asked Dawn, how do I deal with this? What's the best way to deal with this situation? Dawn's advice was to just ignore Dottie. She said everybody ignored Dottie. And Mickey tried that for a while, but it wasn't a course of action she was in alignment with. It just wasn't in alignment with her core values. She believed in dealing with stuff, dealing with situations. And she felt like conflict can be healthy. It can build bridges. It can spark mutual growth. Those were and are her true core values. She felt like ignoring it wasn't going to make it go away. And it wasn't either. In fact, she noticed even more passive-aggressive behavior from Dottie. It was really important that their departments work well together, but Dottie was making that very difficult. Mickey was really stuck. She was stymied about what to do. Dottie was obviously not going to collaborate on expanding the partnership and sponsorship pool. Mickey had to go around her to bring new sponsors into the fold. Now, The CEO noticed Mickey's extra efforts and recognized her publicly for bringing in new sponsors. And you know that enraged Dottie. So the war was on and Mickey didn't even know it. Dottie started ignoring the new sponsors Mickey brought in. She gave them incorrect information and her staff was slow to respond to their requests. And Dottie became openly hostile to Mickey's staff. After a few weeks of this, Mickey decided that they were going to resolve the issue. She just didn't know how they were going to do it. And this is where the what would you do comes in. Mickey thought about involving the VP that they both reported to. She thought about another attempt at a one-on-one meeting with Dottie. She thought about asking Dawn to mediate a meeting with Dottie. She thought about requesting conflict resolution training for both departments. So what would you do? What's your plan A? And then your plan B. And you might even need a plan C. How do you handle obstructive, passive-aggressive people? What would you do? 
I want you to share this podcast with a few friends and colleagues and see how many solutions you can generate. The question is, what would you do? Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe if you haven't already. I add new and relevant leadership learning all of the time. If you haven't visited the Smichael Speaks YouTube channel, check it out. There's all sorts of new content. All of this is virtual leadership learning that will help you soar.